Welcome into the Sports Insanity Podcast. Let's go completely insane, peeps! What is up, folks? Danny Boy Reginald. I am back with you again for another great edition of the Sports Insanity Podcast right here on the Sports Insanity Network, top of the eighth inning of the 10th game. Billy Boy, it was a great, well, not necessarily for the Yankees. It was up and down for the Yankees. Up and but down for, for the Yankees. But for the most part, on Sunday, we got to celebrate a little bit. Yes, we did. Hi, everyone. Bill Corpus, Crispy Murphy here. I'm back from my vacation. Really? How was Vegas? Oh, it was great. Great time. It was my first time being there. I'm not going to disclose everything, but because you know what they say, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, well, welcome back, Bill. We missed you. I missed you guys too. It's you know, good to be back on the grind, you know. Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah, unfortunately, we're a man down tonight. And the reason why is because he is a little afraid to come out of his little man cave that he has mm-hmm. inside his home, filled with Packers gear, talking about how the Packers are one of the best teams in football. Even though he's criticized them a lot this season, but still had high hopes for the Packers. But against New York City, baby, <laughs> they cannot get a win as our Jets and Giants have dethroned the great Lambeau Green. Bill, the Jets, absolutely. You think the Giants had an impressive win against the Packers, and they did. That was a very good win. Oh, that was a very good win. I was watching that game mm-hmm. at 6.30 in the morning, because don't forget, I was on the West Coast. I was on the West Coast. So game started 9.30 here, started 6.30 in the morning there. I was at a, I was sitting at the bar with Papa Murph and my brother watching the giant Packer game at 6.30 in the morning. And I was texting Patch. I'm like, to be fair, he did say, you know, I'll give Saquon and, no, these are his words. Exactly. Go ahead, finish off what he had to say. He said, I'll give Daniel Jones and Saquon credit. They played well tonight, today. And I'm like. And and, and, and you know what he told me yesterday after the Jets, who had an even better win. Let's call it what it is. That was better than what the Giants gave. That was an ass beating on Sunday at Lambeau Field. Um, he was texting me, yeah, I'm like, Patch, save your, up. save your crap. <laughs> save your bull crap. No one likes to suck up, Patch, man. You know you are pissed off that your team has lost twice in a row to New York City. And 
you know, can't buy a brand. I'm sorry, dude. I, I cannot, I do not trust his feelings. I don't believe it when he says, it's okay, I'm happy. No, you're not happy. He's he's kind of he's kind of sad right now. Like I, I if this is like the stages of grief. Not necessarily grief, but stages of anger, whatever you want to call it, like fine. Don't but don't give us this BS that you're all of a sudden happy for the two teams that beat you. No, you're not. All the guys you back denial. It's not just a river in Egypt. Yeah, he, he did. He did. He did the same bull crap uh, when he lost to Seattle in the NFC Championship game. He's like, oh, okay, not a big deal. It is hey, Packer fans. You, okay, I think it's ridiculous. time. Because, okay, and by the way, did you know, Reg? Yesterday, the Jets snapped the fifteen home game winning streak of the Packers. I did know that. 15 games. Gang Green snapped Lambeau Green's 15 game winning streak at Lambeau Field. At Lambeau Field. So incredible. So the Jets and the Giants officially own the Green Bay Packers. We don't just own them in terms of beating them. We own them outright, baby. You with know all the money with all the money that we're going to put into our stake, we own them. And you know how we officially own them, Bill? How do we officially own them? Sauce Gardner, after the game. The cheese head. Or a freaking cheese head. I saw that. And ran around the stadium trolling the Packers fans and celebrating with the Jets fans. You know. The Jets and the Giants officially own the Packers outright. We have the most stakes. We're going to rule Lambeau and tell the Packers, how it is. It's I just, an amazing time. I ha- I have a little message for Aaron Rodgers. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? So, Patrick, you, man, we're just we're just playing around. We 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 love you, buddy. We do. Yeah, yeah. But when you can come out of your cave, come out of the cave. Okay. It's you okay. Can, you can face your fears. You can watch. Me and my jet gear on our Zoom, and you can suck it up like a real man instead of hiding in your little, little dungeon, dark dungeon. Well, Red, you got to think about it this way, though. Patch hasn't been having to hide because the Mm -hmm. Packers have been good for so long. Yeah, man. We're basically used to it. Yeah, the, Packers, in the past couple they, of years, they, the Giants been sucking, the Jets been sucking. We're doing good this year, but you know what? What we went through as Giants and Jet fans, Reg, it builds character. Huge it, character. It builds character, and and we don't hide in our caves. We suck it up like human beings, like a when dog. We lose, we take the L. Yeah. We not only do we take the butt of jokes, we eviscerate when they're terrible. How many times have you criticized the Giants when they're terrible? Probably about six thousand three hundred eighty-seven. Exactly. Of course, I criticized just my entire life. So even when the Giants do well, you you've heard me say this. Even when the Giants do well, I still mm-hmm. criticize them. 
I still criticize them. And again, I've said this before. That doesn't mean I hate the Giants. Yeah. That means I want the Giants to do well. And sometimes, sometimes wanting them to do well is pointing out flaws. Huge flaws. And yeah. And listen, I love them. Mm -hmm. And, and, but you know, when they screw up, I come on here and say they screwed up. So, Patchman, do us a favor. Come out of the cage. You'll be doing just fine. It's all right. And don't worry. Your your Packers, the the Vikings will find a way to blow the division lead because it's the Vikings. And the Packers will go on some massive winning streak, hopefully, if Aaron Rodgers' hand is okay. It wasn't yesterday. Um, And... They'll find their way into the playoffs, whether in the division or wild card, wherever it is. You know, uh, but but, but uh, of course, uh, the Jets you know, uh, win. You bring up the Vikings. Who do you think is the better five and one team that we're asking? The Vikings or the Giants? Better team? G- uh, no. Better team Vikings. But the Giants okay. are better coached. I think if you're talking about what's on paper, the Vikings are better. If you're talking about who has the better coaching staff, the Giants. Absolutely. I think the better execution right now has been the Giants. And all now, I, I, and Bill, I don't mean to trash the Giants because the Giants have done very well. They're winning games, which is very important. Saquon's been huge and everything. Daniel Jones has actually been serviceable, but I'm going to be real with you. This Giants team is still freaking ass. But here's the difference between the last few okay, coaches that you've Here is the difference. You have a better coach. Yes, Brian staff, And there's a culture change. It's culture is about winning. The culture is about building a team. Gelling together. Isn't that a theme in New York City right now where both teams have cult coaching, better coaching, better cultures, better players? Because you know like, what it is? It's crazy. And, and I've said this for the longest time. Last year, when you had that clown known as Joe Judge, yeah, I still don't like you, Joe Judge. I hope you're well and I hope your family's well, but. And I hope your dog on draft night that first year is doing all right. You know, that dog would have been a, done a better job making picks than you. But anyway, um, but that the whole thing is that culture thing. And I've said this a bunch of times on the pod, on this podcast. Joe Judge, I'm going to call him what he is. He's a Bill Belichick wannabe. He's a Belichick wannabe. He thinks he's, but, and tries to be Mr. Tough Guy, but that doesn't work anymore. Agree or disagree? I wouldn't say Bill Belichick wannabe, but I do agree that he is a very self-centered guy who wants things to go his way. And it just didn't work out. It, It was a disaster. By the way, that whole Belichick tree minus... Uh, Flores, 
and even Dable, one... Dable's on the Belichick tree too. Uh, sure, to a lesser not? extent. Yeah, fine, whatever. But like that tree stinks. One and done head coaches so far. Not good. And let's you know be real. It... Belichick is a all-time coach. That's why the Patriots did so well. Because here's the thing, though. I think when you get someone who's worked with Bill Belichick, and agree or disagree with me on this one, Reg, mm-hmm. I think the idea is more appealing than the actual result. The idea is more appealing than the actual result. But yeah, but, no, coaching and culture. Coaching, culture. I'm stressing the culture because you can't have winning without culture. And that's what we're seeing with the Giants right now. You see there's a culture change. You see that there's... You see, because Brian Dable, this is what I like about Brian Dable. He's a hard ass when he needs to be a hard ass. But when he needs, but he's a player's coach. He's that balance. He's not all, it's my way or the highway. It's, you know, he has that connection with his players. You know, this whole old school, I'm the boss. That style really doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work anymore. I think there, and I've said this a hundred times, Dan, there needs to be a balance. And I think that's why I like Brian Dable. He's that perfect balance. And, and I just want to say, because I know we got other things to move on, but the New York Giants beating the beating Lamar and the Ravens yesterday. How about that? Yeah. So on top of the Jets beating the Packers, the Giants also won another game. <clears throat> Great defensive sequence down the stretch, bro. I have awesome. to say, Kayvon Thibodeau coming up with a big play. Yes. Saquon Barkley coming up with a big touchdown. Couple big touchdowns. Also, the game ending first down as well. So, mm-hmm. so, which by the way, thank the freaking Lord. Oh, yes. And I've killed, I've killed Saquon. I've killed the pick from the Giants, but you know what? He's coming in big. And I don't know if Daniel Jones, despite the fact that he's been playing well, I don't know if Daniel Jones is really going to be the future. I definitely see him as like a stopgap, so like a Fitzpatrick or a, a Tyrod Taylor. Um, you know, type of quarterback, you know, someone, Alex Smith, stop that until you get the, the real guy. And it may, and that may piss off some Giants fans because, th- of course, they started to believe in Daniel Jones, of course. And how can you not? To me but, right now, I'm cautiously optimistic about Yeah, that. exactly. I'm cautiously optimistic. Like, yeah, so I think he's been playing well. Is he going to be the new, is he going to be the next Eli Manning? Probably not, but you know what? You never know. Yeah, so to, to me, I, I think that the Giants will eventually draft a quarterback. I think that's still that's still very much the plan. That is a hill you're willing to die on. Yeah, and then, I mean, it's going to have to take an absolute 180 from Daniel Jones to become 
this almighty Hall of Fame quarterback, which I honestly just don't expect. So, but again, I'm not here to talk smack about the Giants. I'm here to talk about how they're doing well. They are doing very well right and now. And making making Giants fans all across the country and the world. Myself included. Very, very happy. Usually around this time, usually around this time in football season, I'm ready to I'm ready to get the defibrillator ready. Yeah. Because I almost have a heart attack watching the games. But now I feel great. I feel absolutely great. Mm-hmm. But um, you know what? I'm gonna say this and I want your thoughts. The New York Giants are now a legitimate team. Yes. They're a legitimate team. Like yeah. everybody probably laughed them out around this time. Like, yeah, and and, and that's fine. People would say, even I was saying, like, well, they'll probably win like five, six games if they're lucky. Yeah. Now they they're they're at five games. We have won now one more game mm-hmm. than we have won all of last season. Yeah. So so I think the Giants are our legit contender. Do I think they're gonna make the postseason? I think it's a little too early to tell. And the thing is, I'm kind of scared with with this division. Right. Like for the past couple of years, we here at SIN, I've always been calling the what have we always called the NFC East? Right. The NFC least. This year, dude, they're the NFC beast. Except Washington. <laughs> they have their issues and we wish them the best. Yeah. Uh, in any case, congratulations to the Giants. Congratulations to my Jets for their absolute ass beating. Uh, just quickly on the Jets. Um, Brees Hall, another outstanding uh, running performance out there yesterday. Um, Corey Davis is clearly, even though I think Garrett Wilson should be the number one. Corey Davis has come a much bigger target for Zach Wilson. And that was apparent from even last season. So they clearly are clicking there. I'm glad that Corey Davis is finally coming into his own. But the big story is this jet defense, man. Oh, that defense is you guys shut down one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL yesterday. They were all over the place. Sacks galore. Stopping the run, stopping the pass, uh, blocked field goal, uh, blocked punt, running back for a touchdown. What is this Jet team, Billy Boy? Like, this is not something that I expect to see from the Jets. It's not. But I am all for it. So the Jets win, Giants win, New York City, New Jersey. Rejoice. So, um, moving right along, um, we did have some big matchups to, uh, this weekend, and the biggest one was Buffalo-Kansas City. Oh, that was a great game last night. It was a great game. Buffalo comes out on top 24-20. Um, late touchdown by the Bills, put them ahead. Um, I have to say, you know, I'm not sold on the Chiefs. Mm, you think the Chiefs are? Uh... I think they missed Tyreek Hill. I do too. Do you think the Chiefs have become overrated? Not necessarily overrated. Uh, however, I do think that they're not—they're not as good as everyone makes them out to be. 
and that doesn't mean that they're a bad team. It just means that I think they uh, people value them a little too much. Yeah, not overrated because I, I think they're they're just as what we expected them to be. Um, but yeah, man, it's crazy. You know, they're at four and two, same record as the New York Jets, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah. that that's been pretty cool. Do you think uh, the division is going to come down? <laughs> I'm sorry to bring up the Jets again, but do you think the division might come down to the Bills and the Jets? No, the Bills got it. Do the Jets are going to at least make the postseason? Or oh, uh, uh, that's a little too early to tell. Um, I don't. I'm not expecting them to. By the way, they still have time to jet it up. Well, of course, but um, but but no, um, I, the Jets will definitely be a contender for it. That's for sure. Um, if both and, the Jets and the Giants keep going at the pace they're going at, then I think we're going to have two teams that are going to be a force to be reckoned with. Oh, absolutely. Uh, no, that the, the East is going to run through Buffalo. Not only is the East going to run through Buffalo, the damn AFC. Unless, barring anything we crazy are in- happening to Buffalo where they – either bounce out of the division or bounce out of the playoffs. Lord, Lord, please pray for Moser if that were to ever happen. But look, the the AFC is going to run through Buffalo. So that's going to be really, really, really tough in the winter. So congratulations, Buffalo. You have your home advantage. We wish you all the best. All right. Um, so Buffalo wins their game. Uh, so big time, big time game there. Great win by Buffalo. Uh, then we got to go down to Tampa Bay for a second because we have to our, our <laughs> enemy, the bane of our existence, Mr. Tom Brady, <laughs> though, uh, more of my existence. Cause I had to face him every year for 20 seasons and I beat him twice. Um, but the Tampa Bay Bucks have lost three of four, Bill. This is concerning. It is very concerning. The offense stinks. Coaching stinks. Tom Brady stinks. <laughs> Never thought those words come out of your mouth, would you? And 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 let's be real here. Did you see this idiotic thing that Brady did where he was partying before game day? I think he was at a wedding reception. For... He was at, you know, whose wedding that was? Whose whose wedding was that again? It was Robert Kraft's. Oh my God! So he was partying before game day. He's first of all, we want to give a congratulations to Robert Kraft, who at eighty-one years old has remarried. Congratulations, Mister Kraft. We hope this wedding lasts a very. We hope this marriage lasts a very long time. I mean, but Mazel tov. Bill. You can't make this stuff up. The guy needs a maintenance day in the middle of the week. <laughs> then he goes out to party. Well, you know. And then he has the nerve to call out the offense after a game in a presser. You know what? That shows. I'm going to say this. Okay. If we go into the wedding, I'm not surprised by that. <laughs> you know, he's been in New England for. But you don't associate. Years, Rob, you, I think you, Robert you Kraft have... at one point said that Tom Brady's like a son to him. No. So I'm sure he wanted to be there because no, I'm sure no, they're still no, very close. No, 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 no. 
you are focused on football. You wanted to come back because you wanted to continue to play football. You wanted to have that competitive edge. And so far, things aren't going your way. But no, but here's let me so finish gonna, what I'm saying. Go ahead. Yeah, on one hand, I I get why Tom Brady probably wanted to go because I'm sure him and Bob Kraft are still very close because Bob Kraft had, I think, said at one point that Tom Brady is like a son to him. But right. I, I get but, your point. Go but ahead. on the other hand, you you're not in New England anymore. Like yeah, you, you're, you've you're been there for you've been out of there for two years. Yeah. If it was in New England, be a little more understanding. But you know what? You're now in Tampa, and you're not gonna and you're gonna abandon your team the day before the game to go to the wedding. Makes no sense. Like, like, listen, and then and then when you lose, you throw your team under the bus. If you if I was if Tom Brady went up to Todd Bowles. Todd Bullshit said, okay, if you're not, if you're going to the wedding Saturday, then you're not playing Sunday. Thank you. He should have just said, you're not playing on Sunday. If you value, because by that action, you're basically valuing, you're valuing a wedding. Again, I get it, but you and Mr. Kraft are still very close. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm sure. Bob Kraft is basically like family to Tom Brady, but you're basically saying that is telling me that you value a wedding more than your team. It's like when I was student manager of my high school baseball team, I remember there was like a practice and it was around St. Patrick's Day. And there was a practice on St. Patrick's Day during the parade. I guarantee you they scheduled that so they wouldn't go down for the parade. But the coach said, listen, if you skip practice to go to the game, you're going to be benched. You're going to be benched. If you skip the game to go to the parade, you're going to get benched. So I think Todd Bowles needed to grow a pair and say, Tom, you go to that wedding, you're benched Sunday. He's, he blamed the offense, Bill, when he played terrible too and did not do Get not did not do anything to get himself ready for that game. I understand, Tom. You and Giselle are having problems right now. I understand you're having problems with Giselle, Tom, but you don't have to take it out on everyone else. Tom Brady's been a disaster. Just go away, Tom. Seriously, we're done with you. We're we're, we're sick of you right now. Just retire. It's we're just sick of you. He said he's going to retire this year. We don't know how well that went last year. It's over. You're not as good as you used to be. It's 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 okay. It's okay. We get that you like football, but you have a nice contract with Fox Sports after your playing days are over. So you can just take the money there. You're getting a lot of money from them. Oh, he's probably gonna be having to save that money for the divorce. You're you're gonna go across the country. You're still gonna be with NFL teams. You're still gonna watch. You're gonna be around football. It's over. I think at this point, I think Tom Tom Brady's ego is just a, the size of the state of Texas at this point. No, the size of Texas and California combined. He's just, 
He's not good. This is not New England Tom Brady anymore. Like, this isn't Chicago Michael Jordan. He's now slightly better than Washington Wizards Michael Jordan because he did win a Super Bowl with Tampa. So that's what we got to say about that. Tom, take responsibility for your team. Todd Bowles should have grown a pair. And again, said to Tom Brady, you go to that wedding, you're not playing Sunday. And you need a maintenance day every, what was it, Tuesday or Wednesday? It's like Wednesday. Which is a weird day to take off, but you need a maintenance day every Wednesday? You know, can, can we move on to something else? Like, th- just talking about this guy gives me a freaking migraine. Like, and it makes right. me feel dirty. Well, we can move on from football. Okay. Uh, though we, we will have to send our best wishes, by the way, to Carson Wentz. A little quick on this. He did injure his ring finger. Yes, we wish him well. On Thursday Night Football. And he uh, will not, um, will not be able to uh, play for the, I believe, next four to six weeks. I mean, if I'm being honest, just sit out the season. <laughs> just sit out the season because we all know where this is heading. I'm le- I mean, of course, Taylor Heineke could play out of his mind. I don't expect it to happen, but uh, in any case, sit out the rest of the season. It's over. The commanders stink. You're at the bottom of the division. Your owner is the worst human being on the face of the earth. And the coach is a disaster too. So take the season off. It's okay. It's over. Now, on to the baseball. The division series wrapped up. Well, for most of the teams. Unfortunately, our Yankees can't get the job done when they have a, a series lead. So um, not only did the, did the Yankees blow a series lead, the Cleveland Guardians took the series lead from us. They took, home, they, they took home advantage from us. They took the lead. Luckily, Garrett Cole actually came out and pitched seven strong innings, only giving up two runs. And that was a masterful performance by Garrett Cole on Sunday night. Outstanding performance in game four, much needed, forcing a decisive game five, which, uh, as we speak, may or may not even happen on a Monday. (laughs) Yeah, because you want to know something, folks. We scrambled to put this show together for you tonight because we were actually supposed to – we were going to do a live stream tonight. Yeah. We we were going to live stream the game. Mm -hmm. But Mother Nature had other plans. Yeah, of course it did. and. And you know what? And you and I were talking about this before we went on. You know what? You know who I blame? I, I blame Major League Baseball for this. Like, you, you're you located in New York. You knew the weather was going to be an issue. Everyone knew. Like, who was that guy who you were telling me from CBS Sports? Uh, it, it, it's a, it, he's a producer. It's a, his name is Sean Morash. He does on the radio side. Sean Morash said that they knew it was going to be that they knew the weather was coming mm-hmm. major league baseball and the Yankees should have tried to at least move the game up. Yeah. It's a great, it was a great point that he made because at least you could have gotten that game in 
It was raining throughout the day, to be fair. Yeah, but, you know, not to a point where it's heavy like it is right now in in the Bronx. So, uh, disaster by MLB to handle that. Game may start late, may not. If I'm baseball, as awful as as this idea may sound, I would try to get the game in tonight. I agree to a point. Because, like... You could, you do not want to delay the schedule. You don't want to delay the championship series. You don't want to delay the division series, uh, the, the, the World Series. I mean, sorry, sorry about that. Um, just because then you got to push try every- to get it in. Yeah, you got to push everything back. Game one of the NLCS, I think, it's tomorrow night, right? It's uh, yes. So if this game gets axed tonight. Are they gonna push the NLCS back a day too? No. They would just start the series. It's scheduled. Yeah, because that's gonna screw up both teams. Because I guarantee if they go okay, if they keep the game, if they keep game one of the LCS for Wednesday, because then whoever wins tomorrow, you gotta go on the plane to Houston. And that's gonna screw everything up. So, well done, Major League Baseball. You're a bunch of idiots. In the meantime, Monday Night Football is on to keep us company. And baseball may or may not happen in the Bronx on a Monday. But the rest of the series is over. All the other series has ended. Okay, I'll tell you this. For for the Houston-Seattle series, I saw Houston winning. Yeah, yeah, that that, that was on. It was Seattle. obvious from it was obvious from game one. <laughs> I thought Seattle was gonna at least put up a fight. Well, they did. Yeah. They did. The problem is the manager uh, unfortunately, um, you know, just like a lot of these managers, they're analytics guys. So they're gonna throw in based on matchup. And based on numbers and based on who's available, but mostly based on the numbers. And Scott Service, as, as great of a job as he did all season, blew the ball in game one when he took out uh, Paul Seawald and put in Robbie Ray to face Jordan Alvarez. And, you know, the, that, that was tough to watch a game winning home run there. You knew from that point that the Astros had it. Oh, they had this series. And and that sucked because imagine if Seattle had held on to that game, going to Seattle with Seattle having the home advantage. Oh, that would have been nuts. Can you believe that? That that would be absolutely insane. So uh, I don't understand why managers want to put in starting pitchers in a relief appearance, something that they're not used to doing. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't exist. I'm sick and tired of it. But of course, what do I know? I'm just what do we know? We're I'm just not a baseball fan. Folks. I'm just a baseball fan that has been playing this game the entire life, has watched the game his entire life, and you know, throughout and we have a his, podcast which we talk about it. Yeah, what and through know, and, and, and you know, have watched the history of baseball in front of our eyes. So we know nothing, Bill. We know we, absolutely nothing we about. We know baseball. nothing. We're not the we're not the 
Nerds in the front office. Yeah, you know, you gotta go through this because there's a 93% chance that, you know, yeah, he'll still suck it. We, we're, 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 we're not the baseball fans of today. We're not the modern game. Yeah, you know what? The, you know what? Because we're we're relatively young folks. We're in our late twenties, but today's modern fans will look at us and think we're a bunch of old folks. Yeah. So they'll uh, think we're a bunch of old heads. <laughs> so uh, the Astros win the series in three. Uh, by the way, what an eight! It was eighteen inning battle. In oh Seattle, yeah, which, oh, which had to suck if you were a Mariners fan. If you were the Mariners, just trying to ed- just get one, you basically for had the home to play crowd. two games. You just had to get one for the home crowd. Just and get you know. one for the. I remember I was, I wasn't really watching that because I was on TNT watching the Yankees because the game was supposed the Yankees were supposed to be on TBS because they were airing the yeah, but because they were showing the Mariners Astros game, they moved the Yankee game to TNT. So. So yeah, eighteen wild innings. Uh, but the Astros come up big. There, uh, it was the only sweep of the whole division series. So, which you know what? That's a good thing because it wouldn't be kind of boring to watch. You, sweeps? you know what? It, it's a good thing for the Astros because one thing we learned about the Astros very quickly was that long rest doesn't stop them. Long rest hurt the Yankees. Long rest hurt the Dodgers. Long rest probably hurt the Braves too. So the Astros unfazed. So I this is why bank it. it, The Astros are going to go to World Series because this is why if the Yankees win tonight or tomorrow, whenever this game's being played, Mm -hmm. I'm freaking scared to play the Astros, man. I'm scared to play the Astros. Yeah. So I know what's going to happen. Yeah. We'll so, probably take this if we're if you want me being optimistic, five games. Let's see. Um so but the NL though. To the, to the National League, um as we said, upset city in the National League. The Philadelphia Phillies dethroning the defending champion Braves in their house at Citizens Bank Park. Not only did they win, they outright destroyed the Atlanta Braves, Bill. It wasn't even close when they got to Philly. It 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 was pretty embarrassing, to be honest with you. The amount of hits, the timely hitting, the pitching was spectacular from the Phillies. So credit where credit's due. You know, Robbie Thompson, who has gotten, who, uh, of course, a long-time uh, baseball guy. We, we watched him when we used with the Yankees. Yeah. Robbie that's... Thompson has gotten his team into a good groove here. He's managing this team very well. They're responding to him. So awesome job. Bryce had a good series. Reese Hoskins had a good series. You know, I'm just absolutely, absolutely surprised that the Braves, you know, because we we were saying 
if you're going to go to the World Series, you have to win your division. They did. Braves won the division and they're out. And <laughs> it was it was dreadful. Oh, it was so, absolutely dreadful. So disappointing from the Braves. The Braves uh, hitting did not show up in Philly. They didn't. It was terrible. Now, this was a – I thought the Braves were going to have this series hooked, line, and sinker. And then yeah. – <clears throat> Yeah. And, and, and you knew there was going to be chaos. The defending champs. When, when the Phillies beat them in Atlanta. And it just sucked the crowd out, and they even they even beat them handily there too, so it was it was pretty bad by the Braves. Even worse for the Dodgers. The Dodgers did not show up at all against the Padres, and again, in an elimination game, though, yes, where you have one your starting pitcher who has been very good all season. If he's cruising through five, cruising, hitting is not touching him at all, nothing whatsoever, cruising, autopilot. Let's call it autopilot. Absolutely destroying the team. Would you take him out after five innings? No, absolutely not. Well, the Dodgers did that with time. Analytics! I don't understand it, Bill. I think he had he I, he only had eighty six pitches, and he went five innings, two hits, no runs, six strikeouts, five innings pitch. Analytics. Can you explain to me this idiotic move that Dave Roberts made? Have him go. I, say, I don't get it. You're in, you're gonna lose the series if you lose that game. This is an elimination game right now. Okay, you know what the thing is? It's like when you're playing an elimination game. Yeah. You gotta play for the game. You can't plan for the next game. Yeah. Because there may not be a next game. So I just I it was a questionable decision to do that, and then of course the and then of course the Dodgers. Bring in their bullpen. Okay. No, sixth inning, not a big deal. They, they got out there. Then the seventh inning, they implode. Implode. I would have them go, for the pitcher who was pitching, I would have them go at least to the seventh. What do you think? Oh, a thousand percent. Have them go at least till if he's not giving up any runs, he's giving up two hits, have him go at least to the seventh. Yeah, why not? And then if he gets a little shaken, then you take him out. Tommy Canley started the seventh inning. D- didn't even go in. <laughs> Did not go in. Give it. Gave up two hits, and then uh, had three runs that was charged to him. Almonte comes in. He he takes the loss because he gave up the other two runs that went to the Padres took the lead. Um, and that was the game. The seventh inning, the Padres. You know, with Kim and Soto, Machado, Cronworth, all of them coming up big in their at-bats, they're able to steal the lead, and that was the game. That changed the entire momentum. The Padre pitching, the bullpen came in at a solid, solid uh, rest of the way, 
Dodgers did not touch the Padres bullpen after that. It was uh, very shocking. And I'm just going to say it, Bill. I think Dave Roberts has to go. It's time. Look, I'm not saying that Dave Roberts is a bad manager. He isn't. But at the end of the day, the man only won a World Series that, let's be honest, we can question because it was a short Short season. Because you've been saying this should be an asterisk. I think one of us said this, or somebody said, there should be an asterisk next well, to 2020. Well, Rifkin's been, been preaching it, you know? So, uh, in every single regular long season for the Dodgers, they cannot get it done in the playoffs. They, they can't. Get, they get ousted in the championship series, in the division series. When they do go to the World Series, they lay an egg. It's tough. It's really tough. And it's it's getting tougher to defend this manager. Now, ultimately, I don't think the Dodgers are going to fire him. But when you make guarantees, especially early in the season, when you make guarantees that you're going to win a World World Series Series and stuff, like you got to back it up, especially with that uh, all-star, all-time World Series team that you built there. And, and you just got Freddie Freeman, who was World Series MVP last yeah, year. Yeah, and and you 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 can't even get to the championship series. That's that's yeah. embarrassing. Embarrassing. And- so to me, Dave Roberts has to go. I don't yes. care what the Dodgers fans have to tell me. I don't care if they tell me that I'm a fucking. Well, uh, Dan, they gave us. He gave us a World Series, so we have no, to keep the, him and be nice to it, him. It was a it was a fake World Series. And let's be honest, if if the Rays don't make a pitching change when, again, guys cruising, I don't think the Dodgers even win that game. Agreed. So, I think, you know, again, that was a stupid, like, the bullpen thing. Like, I, I just want to ask you a general question right now, Reg. General question. Okay. Do you think pitchers should keep – do you think managers should keep an eye on pitch counts? So just let them go balls to the wall. Well, no pun intended. It, it, it has to depend. Okay. Obviously, if you're mid-season, you if you want to use the analytics to save the arm, fine. I understand. Come playoff time, there is no time for that BS. You have to win games in the playoffs. Like this is make it or break it time. So I never support this idea. And let's be real. You gotta burn them. You gotta burn them. Look, look at the look at postseasons past. Look at the big pitching performances that come out of the postseason. Was it because of uh, talking about all time? Has it been because of you know bullpen help coming in after the fifth inning? No, it's because of big time star pitchers coming together. I always think about the bloody sock game. And I know, Bill, you don't want to. It's going to come back into your memories. I get it. But understand that the the Red Sox got Kurt Schilling in that offseason. You know, to be be a big time lights out pitcher in the postseason because that's what he's been. I think about that game. I'm like, 
this is what the, the game's missing with these modern day managers. The great have someone come in and shut the door in a must win. Oh, absolutely. It's it it's it, it's it's tough to watch. It so is. no, when it comes to playoff time, I, I don't support this pitch count BS. Um, you can't during, the, during the season, I get it. You yeah. can't save your pitchers for mm-hmm. the next game if you're in an elimination game because guess what? You might not, there might not be a next game. Yeah. So, and I think that's what these managers got to know. We can't just say, they're probably thinking, well, we got to save them for the next game. No, no. And, Win and, the and, game. And I've praised Dave Roberts in the past for not being too heavy on the numbers. Now he's all on the numbers. Not, not, not necessarily. He, he's still to me. He's more traditional than many of the the analytics guys. Like uh, the nerds in the front office. Yeah, he's still in the on the traditional side to me. But man, some of these decisions that he's made in this playoffs, very very questionable. Dodgers are out. Padres in. How about that? Whoa. I thought it was going to be a Braves-Dodgers LCS. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a Braves-Dodgers LCS. Yeah, the five and the six. Can you believe that? Yeah. Can you believe? Unbelievable, man. Can you freaking believe this, my friend? If you told me this back in, I don't know, the beginning of the season, I would have said you were nuts. I would have said you were absolutely nuts, but I can't believe it. And you know what? It's nice to see someone different. You know what I mean? It's nice to see someone different besides like the Dodgers or. I mean, I, I get what you're saying and I, and I agree with you. But. You need to have your best teams. <laughs> I, oh, I'm standing with my father right now. You, 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 we need to have the best teams in there. There's, you know, that's just me. I don't know. That that that's just me. No, Reg, <laughs> I'm starting to sound like my dad right now, right? And then that's embarrassing. I'm starting to sound like my. No, dad. no, it's not embarrassing. I get what you. I get. I get your thinking. Yeah, because my um, dad goes, you know, I might just see someone different in the playoffs. Yeah. But in any case, the five and the six, Padres, Phillies, uh, for the right to the NL pennant. Holy it's gonna be a good crap. series. That's gonna Holy be a crap. good series. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty wild. It's to gonna see. be a, it's gonna be nuts. Yeah, God dang. 281 teams. My goodness. That's gonna be something. Um so with the like I said with the uh game tonight we we literally have no updates uh oh, oh, man. Oh, i, I haven't got tonight. i haven't gotten updates in a while um like i said this is major because i was just like scrolling through facebook and this random person listen i don't want to attack the random person i'm sure he's a lovely guy but he's a <laughs> random person but he said oh i'm here in 9 30 10 o'clock the latest and i'm like it's 9-12 as the moment we are recording this right now. It is 9-12 and we've heard nothing. So I don't know what this, per- again, listen, dude, I'm I'm sure you're a nice guy, but who are you listening to? 
because I just went through the fan. I went through, hold on, I haven't gone through, yes, it's Twitter yet. Um, I'm trying to find some updates. Okay, they're show, yes is showing a video of rain down the stadium. With it was fifty six minutes ago. It says it's not what you want. Yeah, there's the as of right now, there is no uh, there's no start, start time. time. There's no start time. So again, it brings us back to are they no de- no no this? no decision on the game period. Um. Well, this this is this is this is embarrassing. It, it really is. Um, so by the time we release this, we'll, we'll get we'll give you an update, um, for sure. Um, this is a joke at the at the end of the show, but we'll, we'll you'll be we'll have an update for you on whether or not this game was played. But let me just say this: embarrassing, embarrassing, embarrassing. Major League Baseball is run by a bunch of morons. Can we just say that? Absolutely. There's no. You're located in New York. Yeah, you I, knew I, this weather was coming. You yeah, well, yeah. So, uh, just, just, just bad. I, I, I have no words. If they, no, no words. This should have been. What time do you think this game should have been played? At? I did any time before the heavy rain. <laughs> I would say play it like at. I said they should have played it at like one, maybe three. Yeah, fine. <laughs> any, any time before the rain. Pretty much. So well done, uh, well done, morons. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, done. well, well done. Um, we do have to close out, unfortunately. Teardrop. Mm-hmm. But um, before we do um, close out uh the top half of the evening, I do want to send my best wishes out to Dikembe Mutombo and Nate Robinson, uh, two big time. Crowd favorites across the NBA. Mutombo's in the Hall of Fame, of course. Um, and uh, Nate Robinson, of course, the 5'9 magician. He can do anything. He can hit three-pointers. He can dunk. He could, you know, make plays. Uh, all the things. But um, Dikembe Mutombo was diagnosed with a brain tumor. He's currently being treated right now for that. Mm. And then Nate Robinson has been battling renal kidney failure for the past four years. He, he's he been battling it with it privately, uh, but has now come out to the public with uh, about his battle. I mean, it, it hurts me more, Bill, with Nate Robinson because he was a Nick. And I actually oh, got absolutely. to see, I ha- I actually got to see him play with his entire career uh starting with the Knicks of course and then uh, of course many other teams the when it comes to the the Bulls you know yeah, he's played with really the Celtics does. the Thunder the Warriors all all these type of teams that Nate Robinson has played I'm hurt this this sucks uh I hope that whatever their outcomes come at me I, I don't know about Matumbo um uh, of course, Mutombo, very famous with his block shots and the finger weight. No, 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 not today. I, I mean, I it hurts. I my heart hurts for both of them. 
I hope whatever treatment they receive comes with good outcomes. Obviously, brain tumors, in Matumbo's case, brain tumors are pretty tough to fight. So uh, best wishes to him. And, of course, Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson, Nate the Great. Hi. Uh, Whatever you got to do to, you know, help out with your kidney failure, just – Dialysis or whatever it is, just uh, continue to fight that too. And um, again, we wish you well, Bill. I don't know if you have to say anything about that. Yeah, I, I think it's just really sad that, uh, you know, two greats, it's it's just it's um not a good thing. And um, yeah. our thoughts and prayers are with them and their families right now, and we wish them well. And we hope the treatment does what does good for them. Just one Nate Robinson story before we go. Go right uh, ahead. Me and my family were going to a Nick game, and you know, we at first, you know, were me, and my brother Kevin. You know, we we watched Nick, so we know all about Nate Robinson and everything. But my sister and her friend. And all the people that we were with, all of our other family members, were like, who the heck is that little boy that's practicing with the Knicks? Like, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, who's, whose son is that? And, everything. <laughs> and, we had to, and we had to explain to him, no, 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 no. He's a player. That's Nate Robinson. That's Nate Robinson. He's a player. He's like, he's a player? I was like, yeah, yeah, no, he, he actually plays for the Knicks. He's just really short. And then of course God, they saw then of course they saw him play and um they were amazed by um by how great he was. Um and he was a damn good basketball player. Um so my heart my heart is very heavy today. I hope both uh Dikembe Mutombo and uh Nate Robinson um uh hope they get better soon and absolutely live long life. We we, we Pull through, guys. Just pull through. Just pull through. Pull through. Hope the treatment works. Yeah. And uh, with that, that will end the top half of the eighth. Again, a very a show that we didn't expect to do, but we did anyway. And you know what uh, they say? You know what they say, Reg. As in the words of my very dear friend Jim, man makes plans, God laughs. Yeah. Um, SportsSayingNetwork.com for everything all of our content uh across the network so follow us on youtube sports insanity network we're on twitter and facebook at s insanity real our podcast twitter is at sin sports insane and i'm danny boy reginald i'm bill corpus crispy murphy go yankees hopefully they play yeah I don't I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm the opposite. I'm I'm kind of pessimistic right now about this. <laughs> I, I don't think I they're do. getting they they uh, can say all they want. We're playing tonight. We're playing tonight. We're play- yeah, I'm I don't Well, I'm, I'm not talking about whether I'm not talking about the the game whether yeah. it be played. I'm talking about the game whether they win. Whether they win. <laughs> I'm cautious. They're going to I'm cautious. They're going to play the game. They have to. This is the right to to go for the American League championship. So, you know, they have to play this this final game in the division series. So, 
Let's go Yankees and uh, hope they it. win. Let's do it. Let's go Yanks. So, of course, the morons at Major League Baseball um, don't know what the hell they're doing, and they decided to postpone the game till Tuesday at 4.07 in the afternoon. So that's when the game will definitely be played. Again, uh, stick with the uh, Sports Saying Network for more on uh, more coverage on the American League uh, Division and Championship Series. And uh, again, hopefully the Yankees will pull through. And if not, then uh, it's time to fire Aaron Boone. All right, peace out, folks. What's going on, everyone? Lawrence Patchman Lang here, president of the Sports Insanity Network, just reminding you to go to our website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork, where you can read everyone's blogs here on the network and also find about the history of the Sports Insanity Network.